0: They said it couldn't be done, Uh, but we're here to actually talk about one of uh, my favorite players of all time, and and his career and the traits that went down during his career, Kevin Mitchell. Um, Scott, do you want to talk a little bit about him?
1: Yeah, so Kevin Mitchell is someone who is always one of my favorite all-time Giants, being a lifelong Giants fan, and... I, I, You know, my earliest memory of Kevin Mitchell was his rookie season um, with the New York Mets. And they beat the Red Sox in what I think the greatest World Series of all time. Mm. And that was a great season for baseball in many ways. And if you look at the National League uh, Rookie of the Year balloting that season, you know, at the top of the list was... uh, Todd Worrell mm-hmm. for the Cardinals, and I believe uh, Robbie Thompson, who was this giant second baseman, came in second. Mm-hmm. Will Clark was having a good season, but then he got injured. They end up like top five, top six, mm-hmm. and somewhere on that list was Kevin Mitchell, like near, like in the top ten. So it was a really good year, and I do recall when kevin mitchell uh we'll get to the trades in a second but you know one of my favorite memories of mitchell as a giant was the the over the shorter barehanded yeah. catch in left field uh in bush stadium in, in st louis and i always i always really liked kevin mitchell as a person i think that he's someone who Unfortunately, has often been misunderstood and looked at as like a bad guy for a number of, I'm sure, reasons that are you know good for other podcasts, right?
0: And we'll talk about some of those stories. Though. Yeah,
1: well, yeah, even maybe this podcast, yeah. but but overall, I mean, knowing that you know he did a lot of um, good work with youth and um, you know underserved youth. You know, not only in his you know, hometown, town of San Diego, but locally in the Bay Area, and you know there are a lot of his former teammates. Not not everyone. It's kind of hard to, for everyone to like you, but a lot of his you know former teammates with the Giants and elsewhere really liked him. Um, I believe uh, Matt Williams, you know, loved Kevin Mitchell. Um, mm-hmm. I may be wrong. I, I have that somewhere in my head, but. There's a lot of examples of that kind of feeling towards him as a person, as a ball player, as a teammate. So um, it was also neat that, you know, he was the first uh, Giants most valuable player since, you know, I was, uh, you know, since I followed the Giants you know, beginning about 1980-ish. Mm-hmm. So the Giants didn't have any. Big award-winning players or you know managers, you know, no, certainly no World Series teams mm-hmm. since then. So it was nice when he had that hot spring training with the Giants, and mm-hmm. people thought, oh, it's just spring training. And he up, ends up winning MVP, I think forty-seven mm-hmm. home runs or yeah, something. Yeah. So love Kevin Mitchell. Yeah,
0: <laughs> and my experience with the guy is just you know I started to follow baseball around the time Kevin Mitchell had his MVP season. I started mm-hmm. to kind of. Briefly look at watch games in '88, mm-hmm. but really '89 was the year. Like him and Clark battled it out, battled it out for the MVP race, mm-hmm. and uh, the jet, the guy just had an incredible season. And I think to your point, mm-hmm. he had an incredible spring training, and I remember yeah. that. And usually, when that happens, the player has a good year, doesn't have a great year, right. unless it's like a superstar or whatever. But right. Um, but he wasn't a superstar before that year was just came out of nowhere. And the guy just, he had like one of the most fun years to watch of anybody. And, you know, we've seen bonds and other people and we've been through the steroids era, but that year was just like, it was like full of like just excitement, home runs and clutch and everything like that. Um,
1: and don't forget in 1989, 47 home runs meant something yeah. beyond, like, the following years soon after that, so.
0: Yeah, and, uh, and, you know, when you talk about the Mets, that Mets team is really interesting because it had a lot of characters. It had a mm-hmm. lot of, um, <clears throat> a lot of really big superstars came up together for that yeah. Mets team. Like, Kevin Mitchell was in the minor mm-hmm. leagues, Lenny Dykstra. Nope. Yep. Uh, Strawberry who had been there for a few years, but yeah. you know, he came up in
1: 83, 84.
0: Billy Bean, another podcast, <laughs> MLB Trade <History laughs> podcast favorite. Yeah, as part Dwight of Gooden. Yeah, Dwight Gooden. And so, and, um, but Kevin Mitchell was a rookie that year and mm-hmm. had a big part in the Mets getting to the World Series and winning it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but one of the surprising things about him, why we want to talk about him is, uh, um, is that he's been part of a lot of trades. Yeah. For a guy who's consistently hit well, was well-liked by teammates, yeah. for whatever reason, mm-hmm. people traded him. And it ended up actually, well, the Giants had an amazing, like when they traded for him, like they mm-hmm. got a lot out of him. Yep. Um, but for some ways, most of the other trades other than the Giants, the teams that traded him away actually ended up doing better. Right. Uh, right. And there are a lot of factors because it's probably like maybe the, the place that team was, the, the, the mm-hmm. pieces they needed. Um, but, uh, but, you know, Kevin Mitchell is not without controversy, to your point. Mm-hmm. You know, he did, from what I hear, he came from inner cities, but he right. helped out a lot of people right. in inner cities. Uh, and we'll talk about some of the interesting mm-hmm. stories about him afterwards. But the first trade that we want to talk about, so after his great um, rookie season... He actually got traded. Like, they win the yeah. World Series. They have this uh-huh. really promising rookie. Uh-huh. And what's the first thing that he did when he got traded?
1: So, supposedly, when Kevin Mitchell, even though he's from San Diego, yeah. he got traded to his hometown team. He was so upset that he got traded from the Mets that the first thing he did was he sold his World Series ring. And it's it's interesting to hear that at the time. Um, these days, you kind of hear similar stories of people selling their, their rings or trophies yeah. you know, on eBay. But, you know, because, you know, bankruptcy, there's more media to hear that. But back then, it was kind of, whoa, no yeah. one ever does that. Certainly yeah. no one ever talked about it. So that's how ticked off he was. So, yeah. Yeah.
0: And so the trade sent uh, – so, so the Mets sent him with Kevin Armstrong, who – didn't really do much. He's a minor leaguer. Kevin Brown, not the Kevin Brown, yeah, but another one. minor leaguer. Yeah. Sean Abner, Stan Jefferson, and San Diego sent Adam Jing, uh, Kevin McReynolds, and Gene Walter. Kevin McReynolds being the big piece in that. Yeah. And in my opinion, that first trade going from him going from the Mets to the Padres, mm-hmm. Kevin McReynolds was a great player. He was. In fact, yeah. I remember there was a stat about him where, like, I think he got, like, he was one of those twenty twenty guys where it was special if you hit twenty home runs and stole twenty mm-hmm. bases, yeah. and he did that consistently. And he was a really good outfielder, and
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know he played for the Mets for a few years. And so that was that trade. I yeah. think really Mets one. What do you think about that one?
1: Yeah, you know most of the players involved there were kind of, you know, they weren't great players or starters, but yeah, the the, the key players one on each end. You know, Kevin Mitchell for the Padres and McReynolds, two Kevins, right, for uh, the Mets, Um, I do remember Kevin McReynolds a lot. And I remember when he came up, I think in 83, 84, and there was some talk about him back then being this great power hitter. And, you know, he he had a a decent career. Um, And, you know, the other guys are kind of behind the scenes or, you know, middle relievers and, you know, backup players and all that. Maybe well, some promise at some time, but really nothing, yeah. nothing fulfilled.
0: Well, the thing about Sean Abner was that he came yeah. from the Mets and just yeah. looked them up. And mm-hmm. Sean Abner was actually a first pick overall in the draft.
1: Yeah, yeah. But I
0: remember there was like some rookie cards he had where people thought he was going to be a really good yep. player. But he never yep. panned that as a player. Um, but yeah, Kevin McReynolds for the Mets was just, he had some really, really fun statistical mm-hmm. years. Where he, hit, I think mean, he had like 29 home runs the next year the averaged over like twenty five home runs a year and like close to like, you know, fifteen to twenty stolen bases. So he mm-hmm. had some really good years, and yeah. so that trade, like I said, oftentimes, other than the the next trade we're going to talk about, oftentimes yeah. the team that traded him away yeah. did better.
1: By the way, I mean this is my uh, Tim McCarver stat of the of the podcast. One one ever. When, again, you're going to see another trade involving, like, three Kevins, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right, go ahead. <laughs>
0: um, Not enough. There aren't enough. <laughs> there aren't enough <laughs> trades that involve three Kevins.
1: We'll find one.
0: Yeah. Um. Uh, topic for another trade. <laughs> there <laughs> another you go. podcast that we're going to do. Um, and then, so, the next trade, which is close to our hearts, being Giants fans, yep. And I know we said, "Hey, guys, listeners, we say, you know, I say this a billion times, and I'm guilty of it." He always talk about Giants, but so the Giants traded um, traded for Kevin Mitchell, and they, what they got from the Padres was Dave Jervecki, Craig Lefferts, Kevin Mitchell for Chris Brown, Keith Comstock, Mark Davis, and Mark Grant. And obviously, you know, this trade was great for the Giants. Um, they got an MVP. They got Craig Lefferts, who was a great, a great guy coming, you know, mm-hmm. from the bullpen. Really mm-hmm. great lefty. Dave Drijverki was really good for them the mm-hmm. first year he came. and He's a good starting pitcher. He ended up getting injured and mm-hmm. had kind of like a tragic end to his career. But he was a good pitcher for the Giants. And the Padres got the main thing was Mark Davis, who ended up winning the Cy Young as a closer. Mm-hmm. They also got Chris Brown, who was an All Star for the Giants. He was third baseman. And uh, a couple of guys, um, Mark Grant and Keith Comstock, but the consensus here is that the Giants pretty much won out that tra- um, that trade. And when they got him in '87, Kevin Mitchell helped them actually get to the playoffs and play against the Cardinals that year. And then, yeah, you know.
1: yeah, I, I do remember that trade going down. And you know, Dave Dravecki was. A solid starting pitcher with San Diego for a long time and you know Chris Brown there was all this promise for him and he was I remember I think it was in the Astrodome where he and Mike Kruko and Chili Davis and maybe another giant um, all made the all-star team that that season and I was, you know, most people who uh, may know that, you know, Vida Blue, you know, for his Giants crew had the Vida on the back of his jersey. Mm-hmm. I think that season was the one and only season where Chili Davis had Chili on the back of oh. his jersey. So a lot of people don't remember that. It was just one season, but, um, and they made the All-Star team all together there. But uh, Chris Brown, unfortunately, once he got to San Diego in that mm-hmm. trade and later with the Detroit team, his career went downhill and he had a tragic ending to his life too. He was working for Halliburton, I believe. And he he was die. He died uh, doing that. So, Mm -hmm. um, you know, Kevin Mitchell turned into a, An MVP, and he Mm -hmm. he became an excellent hitter. And by the way, when he came up with the Mets, I think he was a third baseman. Mm
0: -hmm. So
1: he was changing positions, too, on the field.
0: I mean, he played third base for the Giants in 87.
1: Yeah, I thought he did. Yeah, and then later on, barehanded catch and all that in St. Louis. So um, Mark Davis, it reminds me of a podcast we did with uh, Joe Nathan. where There was like, you know... You know, there's some hope they'd be good. He just didn't do that well. I mean, Nathan did okay, but mm-hmm. then I mean, once he went to San Diego, he had that great season. And I do remember that at that time, Mike Scott was one of the best starters in Major League Baseball with the mm-hmm. Astros. And mm-hmm. that season, I believe, is kind of between he and Mark Davis, maybe for, mm-hmm. you know, NL Cy Young. And, uh, yeah, Mark Davis ended up winning it, which is mm-hmm. shocking, you yeah. know. I just remember how awful he was with the Giants. <laughs> so it's kind of, whoa. It's like Barry Zito winning a, yeah. a... Oh, he he did with the Giants. I mean, you know, winning yeah. a side with the Giants. So <laughs>
0: You know, on a side note, Mike Scott was one of the oldest-looking players ever. Like, yeah, when he was he 25, he looked like he was, like, 55.
1: Yeah, He's yeah. He's pitcher, though. He's like the... Uh, I don't know. You know LeBron James looks yeah. a lot older than he yeah. is, and Odom, who was with yeah. the Blazers and all that, or Odin, I mean, with the Blazers when he got drafted. I agree. And he is somebody who came up with the Mets, and yeah. you know, he looked even old then. I don't yeah, know what yeah. it was. You know. it, must be, it must be all like the – he was like scuffing the ball, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. So that was a good picture, though. He was, so. And uh, well, there was one other thing, too, about um,
0: – About the –
1: about that trade that I was thinking of, and, well, go ahead. I, I don't remember now, but they'll um, come up.
0: I mean, Mark Grant, I think you.
1: you oh, yeah. About. Mark Grant, you know, if, if you're a Giants fan and you're, you kind of grew up with, you know, the broadcasting team, whether it's, you know, Hank Greenwald or, or until currently, you probably love, you know, Dwayne Kuyper. And, you know, Mark Grant has kind of become the Padres' Dwayne Kuyper. Mm-hmm. He's like you know one of their kind of superstar uh, broadcasters, well loved broadcasters, and been with, with them a long time. Well, you know, Dwayne Kuyper was traded to the Giants from Cleveland. Well, Padres got Mark Grant from the Kevin Mitchell deal, so he's he's stuck around, and made it made a new career in life. So yeah,
0: that's pretty good. Cool. Who's the guy from the Yankees who goes like the Yankees? Oh, oh the
1: yeah. They have John Sterling, and oh. Michael Kay, and I don't know which is which. The, I don't know. And
0: then Chicago has that one Homer guy, like uh, yeah, uh.
1: that's the White Sox. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, he's, the, he's the one who is it Chip Carey? Uh, well, Chip Carry. Uh, he he, yeah, you know, came up with Atlanta, and his dad worked for them too. You're thinking of uh, what's his name? He you you calls him Duck Snorts, and uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm John a blank on his name. Yeah. Hawk Harrelson, Hawk I believe. Harrelson. Yeah. That's
0: right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so uh, Mark Grant is more like a Hawk Harrelson, or like yeah. A, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's not a Homer. I don't, as far as I know, but I don't yeah. want to accuse the guy. <laughs> but uh, so Giants go to the World Series, '89. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What a year!
1: Yep.
0: What an amazing year! Yeah. And they got their ass beat by the A's.
1: They did. You and I were talking about Bob Welch before we did the recording today. and Bob Welch was a big part of that A's team, right? Mm. Although, you know, it was Dave Stewart and was it Mike Morgan who won the four games? Yeah. So, but, yeah. I
0: remember Kevin Mitchell actually hit a home run in the fourth game. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken. He did hit. But he basically was shut down. Like, a lot of the people didn't get on base and he didn't really hit very well. Yeah. So, that was...
1: Matt Williams, I think, had, did he have a home run somewhere along the way near the think, end? But I think
0: so, yeah. But really. for the
1: most part, the Giants hitting did nothing. Yeah. So, I mean, after, you know, the Will Clark, you know, game or series against the Cubs and yeah. Greg Maddox and all that and Mark Grace, but... Yeah. Yeah, disappointing.
0: And... It uh, was
1: the Earthquakes' fault.
0: Yeah, I know, man. What yeah. the hell? Although
1: that seemed to help the A's, so maybe that argument can't help.
0: Well, I mean... This isn't part of the podcast, but uh um yeah, that's right. So Mitchell actually hit two home runs in the NLCS uh-huh. for the Giants that mm-hmm. eighty nine and then hit another home run in the World Series. Mm-hmm. He actually hit really well.
1: He uh-huh.
0: his slugging was pretty he did really well that playoffs. Just it's so funny. Good.
1: He he became an excellent hitter once he got, you know, around eighty nine with the Giants mm-hmm. and he was okay before, but other than like power, he actually can, Get on base yeah, a yeah, lot yeah. too for a number of years.
0: Oh, yeah. And um, yeah, I think that's. Sorry, you were saying something about. I don't want to interrupt you. No. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> so the next trade, um, 1991 comes around. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. the Giants, they need starting pitching. Because, you know, yep. right now the Giants are known for pitching. But there was a time where Scott and I, remember, were like, (laughs) we just begged for, can we just have one guy who could be an elite top five? Just one guy, Uh you know? I don't need, you know. And so they ended up trading Kevin Mitchell, which was not a very popular trade. I think Bob Quinn made that trade.
1: That was Bob Quinn's uh, first trade, I believe, with yeah. the with the Giants.
0: That's this, that was one of the first times where, like, I was like, "Why are you doing this?" And it yeah. ended up being totally wrong. Yeah. i by the way, I've been wrong a thousand times, but <laughs> I think that's the first time I remember I was wrong. and
1: <laughs> First time he's admitting it too on the I air. Know, so that's, that's right. Nice. I know. I know. You know I. <laughs> By the way, so the, uh, when the Giants acquired Kevin Mitchell, that yeah. was like Al Rosen's big signa- signature deal mm-hmm. as a GM for the Giants. And then on the other end of that, you know, Bob Quinn's kind of first mm-hmm. deal. And, um, you know, these are signature deals. And the Giants are kind of the, the beneficiary on both ends, mm-hmm. receiving Mitchell, then flipping him later on.
0: To yeah. so the extent... Uh, Giants sent Kevin Mitchell, Mike Remlinger, who ended up yeah. becoming an all-star with the Cubs, I think, yeah. to Seattle for Dave Burba, Mike Jackson, and Bill Swift.
1: So I remember when, here's the thing, in the off-season before that trade, everyone knew Kevin Mitchell was going to be traded, because mm-hmm. they didn't have enough pitching, as you said, Amir, and... Um, you know, we did a podcast recently about the class of 2015, uh, the Hall of Fame class of 2015, and how three of those four players, including Randy Johnson, were a part of some very big trades. Um, so at the time, there was some talk maybe maybe the Mariners will have interest in Kevin Mitchell. And a friend of mine and I thought, oh, they, they can get... Uh, Brian Holman and they can get Eric Hansen and they can get Randy Johnson for mm-hmm. Kevin Mitchell. And to hear Mike Jackson and Dave Burba and Billy Swift, who are these guys? Yeah. I knew Mike Jackson. I loved Mike Jackson when he was with the Mariners, but.
0: But he was a reliever. Back then, there wasn't a premium on relievers.
1: Yeah, and, and Billy Swift yeah. was um, a relief pitcher too yeah, with yeah. them. And, you know, Dave Burba was a minor leaguer I never heard of. And. It was disappointing, Mm -hmm. but that's why I'm doing a podcast, and Bob Quinn is a GM for, you know, the world champion Reds and a very good Giants organization, so. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, so that was disappointing, and, uh, you know, Bill Swift the next year ended up being, like, did he have, like, he led the league in ERA, right?
1: He did. That was his first season with the Giants, and he was hurt a little bit, right? And they wanted to kind of convert him into a starter, so they had him do some long relief, and I think he closed a little bit at the end of the season, and he had a great ERA. Yeah,
0: I mean, needless to say, this trade was better for the Giants, surprisingly, because yeah. Mike Rellinger, although he became an all-star, he didn't become a good player until he left the Mariners. Yeah. I think Kevin Mitchell had nine home runs that year. He
1: is... hardly did anything with them. And then you know? he left
0: them after one year. Yeah. Um, and uh, they traded him. Actually, they ended up trading him later, which we'll yeah. talk about. But just to just quickly talk about the players that Giants got. Yeah, Giants got Bill Swift won twenty one games. Yeah. Dave Berber won ten games mm-hmm. the year they went. They won one hundred and four games, and then Mike yeah. Jackson was one of the best relievers in the major leagues. So,
1: yeah, you know, Bill Bill Swift is someone who, you know, was on the Olympic team with Mark McGuire and Will Clark and Paul and. You know, we opened this podcast with, you know, kind of our kind of general feelings about Kevin Mitchell. And I mentioned, like, yeah, the Giants have an MVP for the first time. And, you know, in 1993, and and for our audience here, this is before there was a wild card or even two wild cards in each league, the Giants won 103 games. Atlanta won 104, yeah. no wild card. So Atlanta back then, Atlanta was in the National League West. This is before the wild card, before realignment. Mm-hmm. And but Billy Swift, along with John Burkett, they each won 20 games or more with the Giants. Mm-hmm. And Billy Swift, I believe, was second in Cy Young, yeah. second to Greg Maddox that season, 1993. And. Um, it's like, yay! Finally, the Giants have some pitching. Mm-hmm. It's hard not to take these current teams for granted with Lincecum, the two Cy Youngs, and Bumgarner's greatness, and Matt Kane. But back then,
0: mm-hmm.
1: it was truly a treat to have actually good starting pitching. They always had good relief pitching, not mm-hmm. too many good starters. So,
0: yeah. yeah. And then, so the Mariners—you know—he kind of laid an egg with the Mariners, and they traded him for Norm Charlton to Cincinnati. Because yeah. they need a reliever. So was, and I know was serviceable for the Mariners, yeah. but uh, to your point before I, before mm-hmm. the podcast, we were talking about that. And mm-hmm. actually, Kevin Mitchell had a resurgence in his career with the Reds.
1: He did. He just he sort of hit again. He was healthier, and he sort of really hit. And I, I do remember that you know ESPN and other media outlets talked a lot um, about that. spoke highly of Kevin Mm -hmm. Mitchell and his hitting abilities, you know. um, He also, at at the time, became overweight even more so. So his, you know, defensive skills diminished, and he wasn't, you know, really wasn't meant to be on a National League team Mm long-term anymore. So.
0: Yeah, I mean, his career was like, once he went to the Reds, he actually became a 300-hitter. Yeah. Which is incredible. I mean, he... Come close before, but like usually around 290. And with the Reds, he was like he batted 340 one year, 326. He had 30 home runs in one of the years, so it was yeah, so he was he was great. And then, um, he ended up playing signing with the Boston Red Sox after, uh-huh. and then he got traded back to the Reds again, yeah, during I think a playoff run that they had. And,
1: and he also wrapped up with the A's, right? Yeah, so
0: Cleveland and then Cleveland, the A's. yeah, um, uh, but I mean. It's surprising, right? I mean, he was part of it's, like, four trades, four major trades. I believe
1: so, yeah. yeah. And
0: for a guy who had such an amazing year, I mean, yeah. you look at uh, baseballreference.com, and mm-hmm. the players that they uh, compare him to are, like, Josh Hamilton mm-hmm. or, like, Matt Kemp or Dave mm-hmm. Justice and, mm-hmm. like, Ryan Braun, you know, like, yeah. these are elite players, and he was yeah. there. you know, and... He got traded so many times. I can't
1: even imagine. Yeah, interesting. They mentioned those those gentlemen. I, I was thinking of like Gary Gary Sheffield because yeah. Gary Sheffield was a great hitter too. Yeah, yeah. He was also a third baseman when he came yeah. up, and then went to the outfield afterwards. So, um, and again, Sheffield went, played for a lot of teams too.
0: Yeah.
1: So, yeah.
0: Yeah. So and then uh, just some interesting stories about and one other interesting story which <laughs> is
1: uh,
0: um. So, apparently, in, when he was in New York, yep. Kevin Mitchell um, got mad at his girlfriend, and, and Dwight Gooden was there. So him and Dwight uh-huh. Gooden, I guess they did some coke or something, or uh-huh. cocaine, and uh-huh. uh, Kevin Mitchell was having an argument with his girlfriend, and then I guess to make a point, Kevin mm-hmm. Mitchell grabbed his girlfriend's cat and beheaded the cat. Ooh! And then was okay after that. So it's just like a weird, weird thing. Another weird thing with about Kevin Mitchell is like you know. Yeah. So he's been there's been a lot of controversy. Like mm-hmm. he was actually accused of rape at some point. And, yeah. Yeah. I hate to talk about these things, but we kind of mm-hmm. want to mention.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know the good and the bad, but I think he no. wasn't charged, so thank God that he didn't do. Apparently he didn't do it or whatever, but. Yeah. There's just some weird, interesting things about him.
1: Yeah. Again, I mean, it's hard not to be accused of a lot of things. Um, or, I mean, I mean, New York is a big, you know, yeah, the media center of the world, and you know, it's kind of hard to not kind of get in trouble when you're young and famous in a big city. Not, yeah. not an excuse, by the way, but you yeah. know, look at. I, I've heard. I think. Either Dwight Gooden or Daryl Strawberry said, Yeah, that was really difficult as far as their career and their life path, you know, playing in, in that in that light with um you know, with that much fame happening. Mm-hmm. So at a young age, but
0: yeah. yeah. maybe it would have been different had he come up maybe with milwaukee he would have played there for 20 years or something
1: maybe maybe um i know that you know when when kevin mitchell periodically is at AT at&t ballpark and you know he gets a great warm reception from from the fans you know that remember him and you know have good memories of him so yeah love kevin mitchell (laughs) yeah great
0: play thank well thank you so much for listening